Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. A is in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Yes, good afternoon everyone. Welcome to the show on a glorious Wednesday afternoon. Kimbo and The Roots with you. We are not in Studio Lumo SA. We're on the road today live from Stillwell Ingle Farm Hyundai out here at 187-189 Bridge Road Ingle Farm. Thanks to the generosity of the dealer principal Daniel Munday and the team Aaron Kathagasen, the new car manager. And we'll be having a chat to Sarah Hughes a little bit later as well. Big shout out to Balfour's as well. They've been baking people happy in South Australia since 1853. Let's Welcome the Roach. Money people! Roach, here he is. Roach, here he is. Hey. Roach, shaka Hello, Roachy Roach. Good to be on the road again on such a beautiful day. And it's good to see you looking so well. Not coughing as much. Well, I wouldn't say that, Well, you're not Roach. coughing as much as you were for the previous week and a half. Uh, no, you weren't with you me on the car co- on the way oh, out. Oh, dear. Yes, I went to the dock this morning, though. I'm told if you ran in the 100-metre sprint at the Olympics, you'd be disqualified, though. Uh, yes, I've got a few roids in me at oh, the moment. Oh, dear. Yeah. So it's that go, serious. Had to go to a stronger medication. Yes, viral bronchitis. Ooh. But uh, we're slowly getting on top of it. All right. I'm sure I've just bored everyone to death there. Looking forward no. to today's show, Richie. People Rich. have been asking me in the street, is he okay? Will he make it through? Possibly well, not well, make dying. It, make it through when? Till well, the end of the year? Or? <laughs> They were wondering if you were actually dying. Uh, well, I did feel like it at times, but we've yeah. all been there. We've all been crook. It just makes you appreciate it when you're healthy, Roots. Exactly. Like so you make are. the most of every day. You're a machine at the moment, you are. Hey, good show coming up. We're going to be busy today, apart from being live out here at Ingle Farm Hyundai. Beautiful setup. I think it's the third, fourth time we've been out here. At least the third, yes. Yeah, they've yeah, got a big yes. sale on at the moment. Beautiful vehicles, Roach. Oh, I'm not, can I say this quietly here. because we're on yes, the speakers yes, here? Yeah. I'm not sure of the sky blue colours. Is that a new trend, is it? Yeah. They've got some lovely brand new vehicles here and uh, I can't see the model of that. It's obscured for me. It's a smaller car, but it's in a sky blue with sporty black wheels. Not that bad, Kim. Looks all right. It's like the old, uh, the old police cars. Yes. They were the sky blue. That's yes. right, yes. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, right, man. I'm Not still a... trying to work out, do the red ones go faster? Well, according to Ferrari routes, and that's something <laughs> I will never... Don't mention, don't mention Ferrari at I the will moment. Never oh, dear. That. They're not going too well, Kim. No, no, they're battling a little bit. making bad decisions. I'm sure they're quite financial still, though. Oh, yes. Uh, Talking of things that go fast that are in red, Adelaide United, not so quick this year, but Joe Gauchy, their goalkeeper, will join us at 4 o'clock. The Reds take on Sydney FC on Sunday. Uh, They're the big boys, aren't they? The millionaires. Yeah, the bullies. Well, yeah, yeah, because they've got more power, more money, more. They're in the right place to be able to 
do deals, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. Uh, you know all about doing deals, Rich. You're one of the great mover and shakers. Oh, I now, just hope United can just just make it click. They're a bit like Port Adelaide's AFLW team. You know, they just keep generating oh, a lot, but no, don't finish. No, no, no. Well, I think they don't finish. Yeah, well, I know where you're going there, but I think that's a bit unkind to Adelaide United at the moment. That's being I'm respectful. I'm talking about, talking about forward movement. That's mm. all I'm talking about. But that's Create a problem. a lot of opportunities, don't score. It's a problem in the AFLW, the ability or the capacity no, to score. No, you're misreading score. the point about energy to create... Inefficiency to score. All right, I thought you were going to say they're finishing third bottom this year. That would have no, been No, I'm harsh. talking about the way in which they actually do have this high-energy game that isn't delivering a result. They're maybe not I'll getting c- reward for effort. Maybe I'm coming good and just being a bit mischievous then. Ooh. At 4.15, we're going to chat to just It's a name that's not familiar to a lot of people. That's because she's Adelaide Lightning's newest recruit. Their season gets underway in a couple of weeks, Rich. Uh, interesting story. I think uh, Jacinda is oh, 34, I think. Okay. I don't want to do her a disservice. She's certainly been a for a while, but an American that's been playing in the French League, so I look forward to having a chat to her, been playing in the Euro Cup. They've got about three or four new recruits to go to that mm. next level, yep. and we know that it's been a battle for the Lightning, mm. off court more yep. than on court. Exactly. So looking forward to chatting to her. Matt Randall at 4.35, the list guru. Yeah, well, we need to ask Matt about these 109... Not all 109 would be discussed by list managers at the moment, recruiting managers, but 109 delisted players. Someone's going to be looking for a second or third chance and someone's going to get it. Well, I I think it's just interesting to get his opinion because obviously we all vary, we all watch the same thing, but we see it through a different lens. Far be it for me to bring up Matt Crouch again, but uh, well, he said that he wouldn't go to... No other club would yeah. take him. He ended up being right. Yeah. I think... He could fit into a numerous clubs. Well, it's not going to happen. He's going to be at Adelaide. So but how does he feel about Nakai? No, not Nakai Cockatoo. Quinton Narkle. Uh, Quinton Narkle. Well, this is, this is the point, is that some of these players have been squeezed out because of having excess of a certain style of play. Well, mm. Like we heard from uh, from Jared Leanett yesterday, St Kilda has a defender ready to come back off the injury list. He falls yep. off. Now, that doesn't mean Jared Leanett's finished. It just means the opportunity's run out at St Kilda. There'll be a heap of those sort of players have been squeezed off a list because of either they've traded in newer players for those roles. And so these delisted players are looking for another chance. And, and, coaches, and some of them will get it. Coaches go in a different direction. Their mindset changes. I look at Tom Mitchell and I, I just think that's going to be the recruiter. He's going to be the recruiter of the year. I don't know how okay. Matt feels about that. Okay. He's got a three-year deal. He's only 28, yeah. Rich. Yeah. And you get all the experts and the smarties out there saying, oh, he gets a lot of it, doesn't do anything with it. Well, you yeah. don't win a brown low if that's the case. Yeah, and good point. You, you, when good you're point. winning football in a good side, a winning side, you're viewed very, very differently. Just like Matt Crouch is not viewed as favourably now because Adelaide's been a losing um, yes. program yeah. at the yeah. moment, or yeah. team, for the yeah. use of a better word. So let's go through two names that affect us locally being squeezed out because of either excess in that role or new stars in that role. So Geelong, we know had Tyson Stankel, who just lit it up, all Australian. Mm. First time ever, Geelong's had three players who've kicked 50 goals or more in that attack. And there's a young lad, Francis Evans, who was outside the Victorian amateurs, put on the Geelong list, had a few opportunities, but he's been squeezed out. There's no opportunity for Mm. him. Does Port Adelaide persist with him because of their need for small forwards now that they've got Junior Rioli and hoping for Ratsa Fantasia and they've recontracted Jed McEntee? That'll be an interesting one. And that depends who they've got their eye on in the drive. Correct. Not and that the they've other got one. very high picks, Rooch. 
So we know, early. yes, James Rowe squeezed out of Adelaide because they've now got Rankin and they've got Rochelle and they've got a fair bit that's moving into that territory that was once his. Where does he go next? Uh, would you take him at Alberton? I, I say that Ooh, seriously. That's uh, an uh, interesting question. Yeah, no, you're not paying anything for him. That's an His interesting question. You've got the question mark over Orazio. You know he can kick goals. It'd be good for the radio content, wouldn't oh, it? Well, it? It would be. <laughs> but in all fairness, he is going to be a better player next year than what he was this year. Isn't oh, Kim, you're you setting such images. I'm trying to now think how the father-son dinners go there. How would that play out. They were, this, is, this is like Graham Corns, Kane and Chad all over again. You've set here an image that, wow. This is, this is a bit to comprehend. Look, it, I'm not sure how many they're adding to their list. Yeah, that's a good question. But it wouldn't be unreasonable. You're not relocating someone if you're trying to add a little bit of depth. And it might, it, it might be like Jared Leonard. Now, he came in because Coffee went out with a knee reconstruction. Now, yep. maybe he's just there as insurance. You've got a small forward, he's Did there as insurance. But maybe yep. Jackson Mead's your small forward. I see him being more in the midfield, midfield eventually. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Like Look, McEntee, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's not that silly. left field. No, not silly. If there's no one in the draft a small forward, and given that they, don't, they won't be coming into the draft until uh, late... Yeah, was it 20, sorry, 30 and something, 30 yeah. and, and 60, yeah. That's, I don't think it's unrealistic. And even the rookie draft, Kim. Yeah. You're talking about... Can I use the term bargain basement approach? That one works. Mm. Well, you can. Oh, be... I would just imagine there's some people falling off their chairs just no, thinking I'll... about the side shows that come with it, though. I'm not uh, doing it to be. Uh, no, 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 no. I, but... I, I'm being genuine. No, like, I get he, what he has point, a skill set. But you can't ignore the side show that comes with it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> now, uh, a few texts coming through saying we're being punctuated with a buzzy and fuzzy noises. We apologise for oh, that. We'll dear. get uh, Bumfluff Benny onto that. Do you want me to go on the roof studio. and move the antenna again? Um. Yeah, so a couple of texts coming on yeah. about that. So apologies. Um, we, we are hearing each other loud and clear Very at the moment. So. Um, another text coming through from Matt in Brizzy. Jared Leonard as support key back crows. Matt in Brizzy. We touched on this yesterday. I don't think that's ridiculous. Either. No, that's not ridiculous. So if Jordan Butts was to go down... Yep. Yep. Or another tall defender, you, you pay very little and you know that they can get the job done. Mm. Um, so anyway, we'll talk to Matt Randall about that. There's a stack of names. If there's a player that you want to throw up, send us a text and we'll present that question to Matt How as you, well uh, on 1300 736 736. Matt will be joining us around 4.35. Before we get to that, though, Roach, uh, Chad Sayers will be joining oh us. No. I was going to say live from the Adelaide Oval. I doubt he'll be sitting around doing nothing because no. it's, it's all over, isn't it? Yes, Tasmania won by seven wickets. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not a great start. So by the that's the show coming loss. up, Roach. Uh, what have you got? How do you feel about when sports used for social agendas? So that's brought itself up in the past 24 hours. We've got athletes, former athletes, hitting up clubs, cricket associations that can't accept any more sponsorship from fossil fuel companies. Mm. Uh, we saw the protests at Adelaide Oval during the women's showdown because of Port Adelaide's association with Santos. Mm. How do you feel about sport and social agendas being combined? I mean, we, we used to talk about don't mix sport and politics, but that's never, ever been mutually exclusive stuff. Mm. We, we've seen how politics and sport have intertwined for a long time. But so sport's a powerful way of starting conversations in public and in society. 
But so then we're we talking about the cricketers and we're talking about the netballers at the moment. So we're and Fremantle about, as well. Yeah. Fremantle's been hit today with um, a pretty strong petition by a fair group there saying that uh, the gas company that sponsors Fremantle, that that sponsorship should be wiped out. I don't have the answer on this. I'm all for free speech. Yep. Uh, now, Pat Cummins might be jeopardising hundreds of millions he of could dollars. Be, yeah. Well, it be, he probably is. Just the same as in the netball situation, because they don't. Uh, there's one particular player that doesn't think that uh, uh, her mining pursuits and uh, her respect shown to Aboriginal land, yes, etc., etc., is what it should be, and they're trying to support her as a member of the Australian team. The other girls. Um, it gets down to where you sit contractually. What about the broader picture? Do you like it when sports are used in that way to to push social? Well, every, every, everyone has a voice now, yeah. and whether it's done through mainstream media or not, people have their own social media platforms where they can get on and espouse their views. So if you were sitting as they on a board, but I, I'm just saying, if 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 you want to get paid the big bucks. Yep. You sign a contract, you want to play in the Australian team, well, maybe you, you have to say, right, I do it, so we, we but I won't do any promotional stuff for Yeah, it. I get you, yep. And we know we have individual athletes who will not carry advertising logos for mm. alcohol sponsorship because of their yep. we see religious players, beliefs. Well, that's players fair being enough. interviewed now and they get rid of the Gatorade or the Coca-Cola yeah, bottles. exactly. They turn them around. Like, it's a political one, Roach. You've brought it up. You've got all serious on me. Hey, uh, just oh, on it's, a l- it's one that's on the agenda, though. It's let's ma- let's have management time. look after that one. Well, that's where, if you were sitting on a board and you know there are certain sponsorships you cannot touch, how do you go through that conversation now? Well, look, I don't you know need if I'm, money, t- know if I'm turning a blind eye to yeah. it. And until it affects what I watch, then it's not my problem. Okay. Well, I think you'll find it might bore a lot of people and there'll be people that feel strongly about it. Well, there are a lot say, of people oh, feel strongly. Good on you, Pat. You yeah. stand up for what you want. Yeah. Okay, well, they might say in the end, well, look, we appreciate your views, but if you want to play for the side, you can't. Yeah, good point. Because they're our sponsors. And on a lighter note, though, even though it's still very, very big business, uh, the Geelong Cup has just been run and won. Now, it's a lead-up to the Melbourne that Cup. That gives you a guaranteed place, doesn't it? Is Look it still that way? Yes, it yeah. is. Gives you a guaranteed uh, start in the Melbourne Cup. And yeah. uh, uh, 20 to 1 pop, or 19 to 1. Uh, a missy, a missary, a missary. E-M-I-S-S-A-R-Y. Uh, Michael Maloney. He's a emissary. Yeah. Uh, he's a wonderful trainer, former New Zealander, ridden by Blake Shin, has got up at big odds, defeating Shawfire, which was the favourite, ridden by James McDonald. And Macram, uh, a Ben and JD Hayes trained horse, came in third place. So if you've had a dabble there or if you're following what to back in the Melbourne Cup, I would imagine that that horse has just shortened a little bit mm-hmm. now. Well, that's a good one for the owners, isn't it? That's a big moment for them. Oh, too right it yeah. is. Winning any race is a big moment. All right, we need to go to a break. We'll check that we haven't got that buzzing noise there. Yeah. Uh, here we go. We've got a few comments on the Redbacks, Roach. We're going to hold I'm not fire. surprised. They've had a draw and a loss. Yes. Uh, now Mario, he's fired up. If I can open that up. Here we go. The Redbacks are changing their names to the Brickbats because they always manage to sink to the bottom. Uh, well, it's hard to argue with that, isn't it? 
Oh, we've got no results to argue against that theme. All righty, we're going to go to a break, Roach. We'll track out uh, if we're on top of these technical problems. Hopefully they're all fixed. We sound A-OK here. Yes. Not talking about ourselves, but technically, Roach. Yes. We'll go to a break. We're live and interactive. You can send us a text on 0427-154-166. Well, the open line is one 736 736 Joe Gauchy from Adelaide United coming up after 4 p.m. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.54 on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. We're on the road. We are live from Stillwell Ingle Farm, Hyundai, 187 to 189. Ridge Road, Ingle Farm, thanks to the generosity and the hospitality of Daniel Mundy. Uh, Daniel's off crook today. He's the dealer principal, but we're going to have a chat to Sarah Hughes a little bit later good. about the wonderful dealership here. A stack of texts coming through. Rude, cheers one. This is Chopsy from Cheltenham. Who would win a 100-metre race between Tom Mitchell, Matt Crouch and Michelangelo Rucci? Well, boom, boom. I can tell you the Rooch would be the bronze medalist there without a doubt. Well, do I dare mention Greg Williams again? Sometimes speed's not about your leg speed, but your mind and the way in which you move the ball. Speed and stamina, that's what you need for to win a Melbourne Cup. Now, yes. by popular demand, we do have the last 250 metres of the Geelong Cup. The winner gets automatic entry into the Melbourne Cup. It was run and won just over 20 minutes ago. Let's have a listen to the last 250 metres. Led by a length and a half to Grove Ferry, Chabau, then Shawfire to the outside, Emissary running on, Lunces, and Interpretation back to the inside at the 200 metres, a few hopes, Midnight Blue, Grove Ferry, Shawfire, Emissary the outside, Emissary takes Shawfire, 50 to go, Emissary from Shawfire, Emissary, Emissary one at three quarters, Shawfire, a photo third. There you go. So that's the running of the Geelong Cup and Emissary got up at $19 and that was a wonderful call by Matt Hill who is one of the best in the business. Now Rooch, you got all political on me talking about sponsorships and the pushback now from players and do they have too much to say Mm -hmm. or is it fair enough? We've got a text here that's come through. Arvo boys, the athletes can't have their cake and eat it too. The sponsor dollars pay their huge wages yet none come out to say no, we'll take a pay cut to reduce ticketing costs. They just want, 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 want. And that's from our good friend Lockie. That's a great point. So at what point do we get Pat Cummins and crew go to their sporting organisations and say, I understand that if you follow our social agenda, it will cost you a uh, balance sheet, so we're prepared to take a pay cut. When are we going to have one of those athletes emerge? I don't think that's going to happen, Rooch. It's sort of not the way society works. Uh, There might be some out there that do it. A lot of the Geelong footballers do it. Uh, Here's another text. Now, this was talking about Jimmy Rowe. Now, I threw it out there being serious, whether it would be an opportunity at Port Adelaide as a backup plan for um, Willy Rioli and for Ratio Fantasia. Uh, Now, this text says, does... Port really need a third small forward who isn't dedicated to being the best athlete they can be. What's now, that mean? I, I don't know. That's harsh. Uh, can't have all of Fantasia, Rioli and Rowe raiding the fridge at all hours of the day. Oh, that's, that's no, no, right. no. That's no. not right. Don't, don't, that's not Mario either. Don't agree with that at all. Um, Arazio, gee, he's an absolute whippet. He's just got soft tissue injuries. Willie needs to get fitter. And Jimmy Rowe uh, really put in a big uh, summer. He had a fair dinkum crap. Yes, he did. Um, 
All right. Uh, a few people saying they backed the wrong horse. Well, you're not the first person to do that, <laughs> are you? Hey, Roach, uh, can yeah. we hear from an old friend of ours before we go to a break? Benny Hart. What a journeyman he has been in coaching Collingwood, Adelaide, now GWS. Yeah, and let's not forget his uh, career at SEN when he was on with Kano. Yes. In the early yes. days of SEN. And early at Adelaide as well on the coaching panel there. He's had yeah. quite, a, quite a story since uh, he stopped playing. He was on with Jared Waitley. He's a ripping bloke, Ben Hart, and he was talking about how the role came up at GWS. Yeah, so I was about to go through a, uh, I guess, a strategic planning day with the Bullants, uh, on a weekend, a few weekends ago, and I had a phone call from Jason McCartney, who I, I know clearly through playing days, etc. And um, we just got talking, and then um, by the end of the conversation, it was kind of, is, is there any interest in thinking about coming up to GWS? And, of course, I was happy to, to engage and, and have a meeting with, with uh, Adam, and we sat down and had a good chat for a while and over a couple of coffees, and I think there's, a, you know, there's an alignment of philosophies there, which is great, but also some point of difference which we can bounce off each other so um, it happened reasonably quickly um, you know within a week potentially and and then we have to make the decision to go up so um, yeah pretty exciting Good choice this one because Adam Kingsley will appreciate a coach who's not there just to say yes and Ben Hart does speak his mind and it's exactly what you want from an assistant oh, exactly. coach. Exactly, you need two way conversations. Uh, Louis just sent through a message, thanks for that Louis just in regards to that uh, humming noise. Gone? No, not yet oh. Oh, well, I'm not sure because we sound okay here but we do okay. have people onto it it's been a problem throughout the day apparently um, just a couple of other texts that are coming through a port going to sign Francis Evans, question yep. mark. 109 players have been delisted since then, and I reckon about half of them are better footballers. Wouldn't Oh, it's disappeared on me. Hang on. I uh, wouldn't mind to throw up the stumps with Narkel. Yeah, Narkel will get a chance. Well, we'll ask Matty Rendell, but uh, I, I like it, Narkel. And Sydney Stack. Sydney Stack's very interesting because there's a talent there and it's just a matter of putting it in the right program and making sure that he's realigned in his focus. You say the right program. It's what's, the right what's, program. What's yeah. wrong with Richmond's program? But sometimes it's personalities. Wrong, didn't it? Who yeah, went wrong? Yeah, interesting one. So that we'll hear from Matty Rendell. experience Rindle. wasn't a good one. We'll bring that. That's from Louis as well, that one. Um, yeah, well, look, I wouldn't be unhappy if uh, Narkel walked into the Adelaide Football Club or Port Adelaide Football yeah. Club. yeah. But it's just where you are with your recruiting. Uh, it's four and o'clock. what commitments you might have made elsewhere too. Yeah, exactly. That's the other bit of it. Uh, you can have your say. We're live and interactive. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're at Ingle Farm Hyundai, 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. You're looking to buy a car, in particular a Hyundai, pop down and say get a. It's a beautiful day to buy a new car. Coming up after the news, Joe Gauchi, Adelaide United goalkeeper. Just after four o'clock, Kimba on the Roots with you. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. We are live from Stillwell Ingle Farm Hyundai, who are at 187 to 189 Bridge Road Ingle Farm. If you're looking for a Hyundai, have a look at the Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Well, Adelaide United, they need to turbo diesel themselves, Roach. They're yet to get a victory this year. Well, they know how to create chances. They just don't know how to score correctly, Kim. Yeah, well, they take on Sydney FC at Allianz Stadium Sunday afternoon. Let's get it from the horse's mouth. Adelaide United goalkeeper Joe Gauchi. Hello, Joey. Hey, guys. How are you? Not bad. How you assess the first two weeks? Uh, a tough start. I think it's not, not ideal. Obviously, you want to start the season with a, with a couple of wins. Um, but it's nothing we're not used to. I, I think the last two years we've started a bit slower um, and we always finish hot. So 
I think we can definitely take the positives out of the first two weeks, um, which we have. We've you know reviewed the games and and looked at yes, where we've gone wrong, but you know the the great like you said opportunities we are creating. Um, we can take the positives from that and uh, looking to to get three points this weekend against Sydney. Well, Joe, you're definitely hot in terms of dominating the opposition for shots on goal, for creating those opportunities. But regardless of how many times you're putting the ball into the net, three times against uh, MacArthur, but they didn't count, it's not easy to score at the moment. So have have you reviewed that? I mean, you can't question that you're able to create goal-scoring chances, but why aren't they being finished? Um, yeah, you're right. I think in the, over the two games we've crossed the ball, I think around 40 times, over 40 times in two games, yeah. which is which is ridiculous. So for us, I think it just comes down to decision-making and, and possibly crossing the ball at the right time into the right areas when we have numbers there. Um, I think that comes down to the cohesion with the the attacking, you know, four or five that are, that are going forward. Um, you know, I thought Goody looked dangerous in the, mm. in the sort of, 60 to 70 minutes that he played on the weekend and put in some really good balls and, and that sort of cohesion amongst that front three, I suppose, is only going to build. Um, having Hiroshi back, you know, I think adds a, a massive threat and, you know, watching the game, you would have seen the the dominance that he has in the air. So I think we can see that it's it's coming and it just has to come down to that. That final pass is really is yeah. all that's lacking. You mentioned Craig Goodwin. Will we get 90 minutes out of him this week? Hopefully, hopefully. Um, you know, I think his body's improving from, from week to week. The more minutes that he's able to play and the more training that he's able to get under his belt, um, you know, it can only be beneficial for him. So, you know, for him to have a good part, you know, a good a good player over the weekend, um, I think it was, you know, really beneficial for, for himself, but as well as the team. So, Joe, when they cut up the tape and review it all to have a look at those last, as you say, those last passes, is it... Is it about being wrong position, wrong speed, or just wrong decision in the end? Um, I don't think we can nail it onto one thing. It's probably a combination of those things, um, you know. And, and not every moment is the you know exact same throughout yeah, the game. Yeah. So, in one instance, it might be you know the wrong ball at the at the you know the wrong time. Maybe we don't have as many numbers in the box as we would have liked, and and maybe you know we do have numbers in there, but we're playing the ball maybe too close to the to the goalkeeper and, and, and he's cutting it out. So I think it's just, just comes down to, you know, execution um, in those, in those areas. Um, and like I said, you know, we're getting the ball in, in, in great areas and that, that can only, you know, we can only build on, on these performances. Um, like I said, crossing the ball 40 times in, yeah. in two games. I don't think, you know, we've had that sort of dominance over the opposition in a, in a long time. So mm. I think, you know, having, having that dominance, having a lot of possession, is great, um, but now it's just come down to can we be clinical in front of goal? We all know about Adelaide United's rivalry with Melbourne Victory. What's it like playing the Millionaires of Sydney? Um, <laughs> I really enjoy it. Um, you know, you always, as a you know, as a fan, I've always enjoyed. You know, we we're always sort of the underdog, Adelaide. Yeah. Um, we always kind of get forgotten about in the league um, and get forgotten about with these these bigger clubs, your Sydney's victories. You know, Melbourne City as of late. Um, you know, Western Sydney, even though they haven't been in the finals the last couple of years, they've got, you know, they always seem to have big players and, mm. and we tend to get forgotten about. So coming up against the big boys, I suppose, is is always really great and always sort of being the underdogs. I think all the boys, we really enjoy that. Um, and to go there and play in the new, the new, new Allianz, um, it looks amazing. So, and I'm sure they'll, 
they'll draw a great crowd because oh, they've yeah. had a, a you know a, a nice start to the season. So it's going to be a, a, a tough game against you know an improved Sydney from last year. But I think these are the games where we really thrive. Joey, you're an Adelaide boy. You're only 22 years old. Are you living the dream playing for the Reds? That was always the aspiration. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't really get to think about it too much, but when you put it like that, I suppose I am. Um, you know, I grew up watching Eugene and, mm. you know, coming to the coming to Coopers and coming early so I could watch him warm up um, because, you know, in a game, you, us keepers, we, we, we like to not have too many touches. So, there's you know, there's plenty of games where you wouldn't touch the ball. I'd love to come early and watch him warm up so I could see him in action. And, you know, now he's sort of guiding me, or he is guiding me um, every week and in training and, and in these games, which... You know, it's uh, it's a pretty pretty crazy experience. Um, but at the same time, I can't be too, I guess, starstruck. You know, now I'm in there and I have to do the business because we have great competition. And if I'm not, then then somebody else will. I'm just having a look at your early days, 2017 and 18. You played for West Torrens Bacala. You may have played with my nephew. I don't know if you crossed paths or not, Tommy Dittmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was there when when I sort of came into the first team at, at 16 years old. So. Yeah, yeah, that shows how small Adelaide is, doesn't it? Yeah, how did he go, just between you and me? <laughs> no, he, no, he was good. He made my job a lot easier. So, no, he's uh, he's a legend. Yeah, he played all his junior footy there at, at Burks. Uh, how's Carl Viet's demeanour? I'm sure he's got a bit of experience under his belt, but we touched on the start, not what he wanted. It's certainly not a plan to start slow, though. No, it's never a plan to start slow. Um but at the same time, he's he's like our, um, like the players. He can see the positives. He can see that we're getting in the right areas, um, and can also see that we're creating chances. So I think it's like all of us, we can only be optimistic um, and can only really be excited for for what's to come. Because I think once we get those final passes and, and get that execution, um, we're going to be hard to beat. Well, Joey, always great to chat with you. It's a big game. It gets underway Sunday afternoon, 2.30 Adelaide time. It's played at Allianz Stadium against Sydney FC. Always a big game, as you mentioned. We wish you all the very best. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks there for your is. time. No, it's our pleasure. Joe Gauchi, uh, a very level-headed young man, 22 years of age. This could be an epic, this one. The is way... it a level playing field? No, it isn't, but... Like Joe said, it becomes motivating for a team such as Adelaide United that looks at a Sydney football club that's able to get the marquee players, play with the bigger uh, bigger brown paper bags, can we put it that way? Yep. Yes, and then we say, can. And then say, well, yeah, this is a challenge that we like to live up to. So, All right, big show. that's the beauty of the world game, and that's what we talk about cup well, games. I don't about. see any beauty in it. I think it's farcical, the Scottish league over there. Only two sides can win it, Rooch. It's a joke. Two great teams as well. Well, one of them. It's, ridi- one of them. it's ridiculous. It's no. free right. market football, I know, I know I'm not a soccer head. It's farcical. It's free Maybe market have a competition football. that only two sides ever win it. I've uh, got a big show coming up, Rooch. We're live from Stillwell, Ingle Farm, Hyundai at 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. Pop in and say g'day. Or more importantly, purchase a Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. They are in stock now. Big show coming up. We're going to have a chat to Jacinta Munro. You may say who? Boom recruit for Adelaide Lightning. Mm. Their season gets underway in two weeks. Uh, an American that's been playing in France. Matty Rendell, the list guru, is going to tell us who'll get another chance out of all the delisted players. And Chad Sayers will talk about... Oh, no. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yes, no, the, no, no, the no, Redbacks. No. Oh, no, no. 
a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.16 on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We're on the road. We're not in the studio. We're out at Stillwall Ingle Farm Hyundai, 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. You're looking for a new car, pop out and uh, have a look down here in the showroom. They've got some ripping bargains happening at the moment. Hey, the... Uh Adelaide Lightning season gets underway fairly shortly, Roach. They've been fairly active in the off-season. Five new recruits. Looking forward to having a chat to our next guest, who has uh, travelled the world due to her skill set. So an American that's currently been playing in France, now part of Adelaide Adelaide Lightning, I should say. Jacinda Munro joins us. Hello, Jacinda. Great afternoon to you. Hey, welcome to Adelaide. How long have you been here? Uh, roughly three weeks. Okay. Tell us about your story. We're having a look at it. And, uh, gee, you've played a bit of basketball, haven't you? 34 years of age. Uh, back in 2010, you were playing with the Washington Mystics. Uh, where has basketball taken you? Oh, man. Basketball has taken me everywhere. Um like you said, I'm 34. I've been playing. This is year 13 for me. Um, I've played in pretty much every continent except Antarctica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to shorten things up. <laughs> well, I, I know you haven't played here yet, but uh, where has it been the most enjoyable? Um, I can't get enough of France. Um, I enjoyed my time in Russia four years ago, um, okay. but France, I'll say, is, um, is, is my favorite place I've been so far. I had a short stint in Brisbane um, uh, about five years ago, six years ago, um, but I didn't play any official games, but I did, uh, I did enjoy Brisbane as well. So how do you get to Adelaide, Jacinta? Mm. How does that experience unfold? Well, it was a 20-hour uh, flight, basically. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, uh, this past summer, I was uh, working out training, um, just trying to figure out um, where I wanted to play, where I wanted to be, and what, um, what fit my, my desire and my skill set. Um, and I feel like Australia and the WNBL um, is, is, is a place that, I can excel, and um, so, my agent got in contact with the Lightning, and everything worked okay. out, and everyone's been amazing. Perfect. So Perfect. there was no connection to the Lightning at all? Uh, no, not no. previously. Were there other options at all just into in, in terms of Australia, or was it always going to be the Adelaide Lightning? Um, my agent just came to me with, with the, the best um, – circumstance and so i i think he might have been talking to other teams i'm not sure he doesn't divulge all those details but he told me that he thought adelaide was uh, the best place okay and and how long have you been in south australia now and have you seen much of south australia i've been here for about three weeks now and i've seen a bit of it i know there's there's a lot um to take in 
Uh, but I've been to Simmerford Beach. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. to uh, a few of the fish markets because I love seafood. Um, and uh, the weather's the weather's getting better, so Isn't I walk that, around yes, town some, a lot. We've we've had some weird weather. Well, hopefully you'll get time to relax <laughs> as well and get into the Adelaide Hills or to the Barossa if you like the winery or down McLaren Vale as well. Uh, Adelaide Lightning mm-hmm. have a new coach. Uh, she was appointed uh, late May. Nat Hurst. Uh, she has a storied career. She's a seven-time Championship WNBL player. Played for the Opals as well. How have you found Nat so far? Nat is amazing. Um, she's one of a kind. She's she knows how to get the best out of us um, on a day to day basis. But she doesn't baby us. She doesn't coddle us. She treats us as mm-hmm. professionals. Um, and it's, it's just a great work environment because she's so knowledgeable of the sport. Um, no matter the position, um, she's a guard, but she knows um, where each player should be and 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 how to get the best out of each position. So it's been great working with her. Good point that Kim makes. It's a new group, five new recruits. How much time have you had all together to mm. be able to start connecting and forming some bonds? Um, well, for me, about three weeks yeah. <laughs> um, since I've been here. Um, so, and everybody's so easy to get along with. Everybody's great. Good. Um, Good. Helping, helping one another get acclimated and understand the plays and the system. So it's been fun, honestly. Jacinda, how different, you talk about getting to know the plays, how different are the set plays and the programs from club to club or country to country? Uh, I'll say for me, this this system that I'm currently in, I've it's been a long time since I felt so free to um, display my, my true skill set. Um, from country to country, you usually get put into a system and um, you, can, you can excel within the plays um, uh, that are given to you. But here, I feel like we, we have a foundation um, on the court, but at the same time, we're allowed to let our game um, dictate uh, how we score, or, or just just let our just let ourselves just play free, and and that's mm. been that's been a load off. Jacinda, one of the interesting quotes from the press release when the Lightning announced your arrival was it says that your on and off the court presence will push our group in the right direction. What are they asking of you off the court? Um, just to be a, a, a good teammate. It's, it's nothing they're really pushing me to do or, or forcing me to do or anything like that. But um, just to be a veteran voice um, and uh, a, a leader um, with my experience that I've had playing so many places, um, just to pour into the, the younger players that way and just be, just be a, a role model, so to speak, or an example um, of leadership. Uh, Jacinda, what's it like being a pro basketballer and going from all over the world, country to country? What what do you leave behind and have you travelled with someone over here? Uh, no, I, I, I'm a lone traveller. <laughs> yeah. uh, Is that I, daunting at all, coming to a different country and not knowing anyone? Um, when I was younger, it was a bit harder. Um, mm. 
but my personality type, I can I can adjust fairly quickly to whatever environment I'm in. Um, so it's it it's not so hard anymore, and I actually enjoy it. Uh, but I, I forge a lot of good relationships. Every country I'm in, I still talk to people that I've met like seven years ago from different countries, and it's it's fun to to to. Um, immerse yourself in different cultures and understand people and understand um, the inner working, the things outside of America. So I really enjoyed that. Well, we are going to immerse ourselves in watching you play this year. We can't wait for the season to get underway. The Lightning take on Southside Flyers. That's November the 5th. And the first home game isn't until November the 19th when we'll be hosting Sydney. Hopefully we can get you in the studio and meet you in person at some stage. It's great to have you at the Lightning and great to have you in South Australia. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I look forward to meeting you guys in person. We'll Thank make you. it happen. Good on you, Jacinta. What a lifestyle. What, what, that's, that's the difference with Aussie rules, isn't it, where you can't get to do that. You can go around the nation. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? And then we wonder about the homesick factor. Uh, sometimes you can see, well, see what people know that, say. We know that bit. gets played way too often. Yeah. Uh, see the world, but there is a cost that comes with it because well, you then is. disconnect with family and friends. But yeah, yeah there's well, plus and and everything, isn't there? Yeah. There's FaceTime, yep. Rich. We need to go to a break. Uh, oh, do you think you've caused some stir? Oh, have I really? Oh, Regarding oh, Jimmy Rowe? Oh, Kim. It's blown up. Kim, All right, we've got a few Kim, texts. I don't know if you've done this deliberately to divide no, the you know, Portland you know, family. You know I haven't. I was being serious about it. I don't get involved in that type of rubbish, Rich. 425. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rich. Nearly 4.31, so running a tad late for the 4.30 news. Interesting chat to Jacinta Munro. I, I really enjoy the WNBL. I've often said yep. it before. I remember asking Andrew Gaze. He understood where I was coming from. I find it more enjoyable to watch than the men's. Oh, okay. Well, it's okay. just, you know, people huh? that are, well, the NBA, people that are right. 7 foot 20 just placing the ball in the net, Rooch. Yes. You know where I'm coming from, Reachy, Reach, Reach. I do. We've talked um, about um, second, third, many comebacks and chances. How's this? Jesse White coming back to Sanford footy at North Adelaide after really? being at Broadview this year. He's, he's played amateurs, so to speak, that amateur in inverted He commas. was in a big con- uh, controversy as well where he challenged a report That's so he right. could play finals. Yeah. So Sydney, Collingwood, been at Glenelg, Broadview, North Adelaide. There you are. Well, well done, Jacob Surgeon. He's still yep. got a little bit of footy left. Hey, we talked about Jimmy Rowe. We've got to go to the news. We'll <laughs> ask uh, Matt Rendell about it. I know Twitter's gone crazy. I said it being serious as well, depending on what Port need. They don't have a lot of draft selections. What have they got? Pick 30 and 60. And 60. Would you, look at, would you look at him for a backup small forward? It was a serious oh. comment. We've Plus got, they've got rookie picks as well. Yeah, yep. we've got comments like this one, and this is uh, tongue-in-cheek from Louis, but he says, uh, I'd sign Jimmy up just to see how Stephen reacts to it. <laughs> then I'd delist Jimmy <laughs> to also see how he reacts to it. Both scenarios will be hilarious to watch unfold. <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of that on Twitter as well, but there's some people saying that they would have a look. We'll ask Matt Rendell. Uh, 4.30 <laughs> News, the big fella up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 
4.36, appreciate your company. We are live from Stillwool Ingle Farm, Hyundai, 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. If you're looking for a new vehicle, pop down and have a look or jump onto their website. Great showroom down here. We're going to have a chat to uh, Sarah Hughes a little bit later, who works in the office here. Lovely young lady and loves working here. Just as we love talking to our next guest, he is known as the List Guru, rightly or wrongly. We love him and we're going to put him to work today and find out how many of these delisted players will get a new home route. And should we ask him if he's had a call from St Kilda yet? Oh, well, we will. Matt Rendell joins us. Hello, Matthew. Oh, don't you, Sam. Hamish better there. Kimbo, uh, good to see <laughs> you back. You're getting a bit of a pep in this step. I'm on the roids, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get in trouble for that, can I? They're legally no, prescribed. Medical. No, medical. <laughs> hey, we got... We've had over 100 players delisted. Can we throw a few names at you? And we say these being serious as well. And one I brought up earlier on the show, and I just said, if the cap fits, would you have a look at it, Port Adelaide? And that is James Rowe in terms of a small forward. You're not paying anything for him as a backup to Orazio or Willie Rioli. Is that a ridiculous suggestion? No, it's not. Uh, It's a good suggestion. Um, You you couldn't bank on Orazio getting out in the park, could you? Oh, no, he hasn't no. played for four years, so uh, no, he'll be handy if um, if Port want him. Obviously, uh, the Bulldogs were keen at some stage too. I think they've really yep. only got one small forward. I think there's going to be a lot of players who got delisted picked up here. I'm hearing that um, this might be a, a low of uh, draft picks here this year that players picked in the draft. So. I got a feeling a lot of these players are going to get taken by other clubs or taken back by the club that delisted them. All right, so that's James Rowe. We'll get into a few others. Roach? What about Quentin Narkle? Oh, absolutely deserves a chance somewhere else. I mean, West Coast would be a captain obvious. I mean, they need some pace and run in the midfield. He he can can get up and down the ground, Narkle. He's a really good runner. He didn't end up at West Coast. Sydney Stack, he's an interesting one as well. Well, he can certainly play. He's a nice old scumbag, yeah. though, Sydney. Um, <laughs> yes. He might grow up, though. <laughs> if he could temper yes. himself. Uh, he, he is a serious player. Um, I, I, oh, he, deserves, he deserves a chance. He's been, his footy was good enough, but hard to get in that Richmond team at the moment, you know, especially yeah. those new blokes coming in. And some, some other new blokes have bobbed up, like Hugo Ralph-Smith and that. So hard to get in there. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if someone took Sydney Stack. You know our audience is, you know, even though we go all around Australia and we appreciate everyone that tunes in, we're mainly South Australian and people are passionate about Port and the Crows. Mm. Um, just just on Narkel and um, Sydney Stack, if you were Adelaide or Port Adelaide, would you look at them? If you were working think, for either um, club? Yeah, um, no, Adelaide don't need either player. Uh, they're loaded yep. up in the midfield. They've got blokes waiting in the wing for to play. Uh, Port Adelaide could probably use a narkel, I reckon. Maybe mm. not a Sydney. Sydney plays, you know, wing half, and they're loaded up there, Port. But as a midfielder, I think they could use another midfielder, throw him in with Horn Francis, Swines, mm. Boak and Butters. I think they could use another one. I, that's not a bad get for Port. All right, Matt, we've known that they've been looking at Francis Evans from Geelong for some time. If it came down Ooh. to Evans or Narco, which way would you direct them? Or, 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 or Rowe. Or Rowe, yeah. Or, Rowe. or Stack. Well, Francis is a medium forward, is he? 
I haven't seen him play ever. Yeah, he's played a, played uh, a bit for Geelong, but he... He played as a small yeah, forward. Yeah, small a, forward. As what position? Small forward. Yeah, small forward. Well, they, they yep. absolutely could use another small forward. He's a small forward. I just I couldn't compare him to Rowie because I haven't seen okay. him play. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. They did Let's... have good raps on it. He, you know, he's lost his spot to Myers. Well, he can't get in because Myers is close. Um, yeah. He's so uh, difficult for and him. And Stengel. Yeah, uh, okay. Let's go to a couple that are yeah a couple that are left field, but these are serious questions. Uh, Mitch Robertson has a skill set and he has an energy that is important at football clubs. Would someone squeeze another year or two out of him? No, I don't think so. I think he's. Seen you don't think so? No, what's it? He just he just can't get up and down the ground. He's playing on the wing. He's a winger yep. to the uh, point post to point post, one in the ground, the other. He can't do that anymore. Uh, okay. Probably couldn't anyway, but he, he provided other stuff for the club. But oh, I don't think... Uh, I think footy's probably passed him by, Mitch, unfortunately. All right, here's a two-for-one here. Uh, Callum Brown and Tyler Brown. Uh, definitely. Uh, saw Callum Brown play one game this year. Uh, and he was really good as a... You know, basically forward or centre. Tyler's an inside mid. I'd be having a crack at Tyler Brown. He just hasn't had any continuity the whole time he was at Collingwood. Yep. He just couldn't string seven or eight games together before he got injured. He had a shoulder injury. I really like him as a player. I reckon he's a lot, to, a lot to give. 22 years of age. Someone should snap him up. Uh, Caleb Poulter. He was picked 30 yes. only a couple of years ago. There's talk about mm. the Gold Coast. Uh, both Adelaide sides don't appear to have any interest. I know the Crows don't. Well, uh, yeah, the Crows are loaded up in the position, so uh, yep. Port Adelaide. But certainly, um, you know, Gold Coast definitely. Look, he, some of his footy was really good last year. I know he, he lacked mm. a bit of intensity, but he was at Babies. His first year, he played some really good footy. Uh, I think there's a spot for him somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure where, but uh, he's definitely worth considering. He's only 20 years of age. I know. He's only a pup. Mm. Uh, yesterday yeah. we had on the show Jared Leanett. He was delisted from St Kilda yeah. because um, Caulfield is coming back from his knee, Rico. He played some good footy. The club themselves said he yeah. exceeded expectation. He was heading up to Byron Bay. He's keen to continue. He's only 28. He said his manager said there's a little bit of interest. Um, yeah, he certainly can play at the level. Um, he's 6'5". He's, he's not 6'5", is he? Yes, he We're is. We thought the same. We got him on to check know. last year. I was going to say those 190 centimetre players are, you know, sort of a dime a dozen. You've got to have something special. No, 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 you reckon no, he's no, 195? No, no we, no, we, we asked him. That's fact. We've checked. We, we didn't believe it when we read it in the book because he well, moves so he well and he's lean. If he could play on second tall forwards, well, there's a spot at Essendon because they're just devoid of... Okay, um, yeah. And what, what about Adelaide? What about Adelaide if Butts well, they, went down? Well, no, what about Adelaide? Because they've got no backup for the for, mm, yeah. uh, Butts. And they should be scouting for a key back somewhere. And, and it might end up being Leonard if there's nothing else here. They've got to definitely scout. They're going to be in awful trouble if one of those... So they lost both. I don't know what they do. Himmelberg goes back, I suppose. Uh, yeah, but, he didn't uh, really... but they're going to be under man mm. there. And hey, we... What did you read in Jed Anderson? Yeah. Like, leaves Hawthorne. When Alistair Clarkson there yeah. goes to North Melbourne, now Alistair Clarkson arrives and he gets delisted, and yet he seems to have still a fair bit in him. And he had a lot of injuries this year. He, he did have a lot of injuries. I think there's still a spot for him. <laughs> I'd, 
Okay, so that's what we're trying to read into it. Politics. Yeah, well, I think you're reading it right. Okay. Bit of Mick Noon and Kim Dillon stuff going on there. Oh, you don't miss an opportunity. Why'd you bring that up, Bruce? A little garden gnome. Oh, dear. Now, <laughs> he doesn't let go, does he, Matthew? I did say that on KG's footy show back in my playing days because we just knocked he him off the prospect. Nicky, would he? Oh, no, no, no. Upset anyone? Um, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, Josh Walker surprised us um, when he was delisted. No, I mean, no, a tall defender. No, it didn't when they got Griffin Logan. So clearly they're going to go play low back and they got... Um, Obviously, McKay and um, I'm trying to think of the bloke from, they got from GWS. Um, so they've got three t- keys back and they've got three okay. key forwards. Uh, so that didn't surprise me. If, if the Griffin Lake deal fell through, they were going to keep him. Uh, All right. Port and back. Adelaide both need tall defenders. It, it, if yep. it's not Jared Leanett, would you look at Josh Walker? I mean, I think he can play if he was in a better program. They need, not easy paying for possibly, a bottom side. I don't know what's out there as far as keybacks go, but Adelaide should be... That's the only thing they need to search for between now and pre-season or, you know, the draft is search for someone who can give them some really solid backup in defence. Uh, there are a lot of the the old emotional heartstrings were pulled when Mitch Wallace was cut or delisted. Yeah. Um, 29, we know he's had his battles. He got moved out of the midfield years ago. He's a heart and soul mm. player. He's a great club man. He plays as a high forward. He's an intelligent footballer. Is there a spot for him anywhere or is it the end of the road? Uh, well, look, if there's a spot for him, I reckon that it's for uh, to play as that small forward, which he did super well, uh, mm. not last year, but the year before. Um, yep. But his, his value is going to be with his leadership. And I, I wouldn't mm. be surprised if someone grabbed him and gave him a development role and as, and okay. put him on the list as a player. So so some yeah. of his wages can go outside the cap. I'd yeah. be really surprised if someone didn't grab that because quality person. And I think a few of these players this could happen too. I, I, well, well, who? And don't, so don't say Gold Coast because everyone says Gold Coast. No, it's rude. No, well, yeah, well um, they've lost a small forward. So uh, he could fit in there, but they are loaded up. But um, yeah. I'm, I haven't exactly. What about Hawthorne? At, at who? Would you do it at uh, Hawthorne? Yeah, possi- yeah, possibly Hawthorne. But that's oh, Jack Gunston well. gone, yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone else they yeah. should be looking at is Jack Mad- Jack Madgen as well doing the same thing. I mean, yep. Yep. He, was, he was basically the leader of that back, uh, back line. He knows the defence mm. inside out. And um, I'd be crazy if someone didn't grab him in, in a sort of a role development role and educate the team about that team defence that Collingwood set up because that's been that's been fantastic um, when they played in the pre, uh, the grand final that year and the following year and we got him of on course the, this year we got him on the show tomorrow we like to be transparent yeah, okay. and for clarity you're pumping him up because he's your nephew ooh no uh, well look um, he I is your nephew what's happened with McStay and Kruger getting fit again, and Murphy uh, finally stringing some games again, I can understand what happened. But uh, his his uh, intelligence and and uh, leadership is invaluable. Yeah. Uh, they'll miss that yeah. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood, and I reckon someone else should once again do what they've done with Wallace, uh, development yep. coach, uh, wages outside the salary cap or some of them, and put them on as your yeah. last player on your list. 
Yeah, and he, and, and he, was, un- he, he was unlucky as well. He did yeah. his shoulder and then broke his hand. Yeah, that's right. Have you had a call from? Some, have you had yeah. a call from? Have you had a call from St Kilda, Matt? No, I haven't. Um, look, well, Grant uh, Thomas is pushing for you. Oh, is he okay? Uh, that's not. No, he's saying that the, whoever whoever coaches first appointments, Jason Cripps is loose manager. Matt Randell is recruiting manager. Um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, time there. Look, I got a feeling that this uh, Ross Lyon stuff has been in the pipeline for a few weeks now. Uh, yeah. This hasn't just come up in the last week or so. This has been going on for three or four weeks, I think. Oh, it's pretty that, rude to uh, Brett Ratton, then, isn't it? Uh, well, it is, but you know that's footy clubs, isn't it? So, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is I've mate. got a feeling that uh, Gubby Allen, who's still at the club, might have uh, been influential in convincing Ross to take out, take this role. Mm, okay. and I think Nick Revolt's had a bit to say about it as well, and Brendan mm. Goddard. Uh, probably Nick and as Lee, well. Lee, yeah, yep. and Lee Montagna. Yeah, I, think, uh, yeah. uh, I reckon Gubby might have started the ball rolling. Get uh, a one one last one, and there's been plenty that have been delisted. We just tried to pick the eyes out of it. But uh, Tom yep. Tom Phillips is a ripping uh, young man, former Ooh. Collingwood, then went to the Hawks, and uh, he would appear to have football left in him. I, I think someone's going to pick him up. I did have a phone call as soon as he got dropped off from a, a person, okay. a, a player manager, asking me about him. So I think someone there's someone interested. Uh, definitely, so we'll see what happens there. But certainly he's got plenty of footy left. Matty, a really good chat. So there you go. You did not poo-bar James Rowe. You think that's a good idea? Yeah. Uh, What's happened? uh, Hang on just before you go, Matty. uh, You never mentioned the war. The who? Matt Crouch. The Matt Crouch. I brought brought him up three times today, yeah. I said this is why you're... Hang on, I'll, you, I'll you, take it in cash, but you, I've got a coffee owing a day for a whole year. Yes, I'm happy to do that if you're here face-to-face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you don't have a bloody job, because you don't recognise his talent, you see. Five, five bucks a day, 35 a week for a year. It's about 1600 I'll just, ta- I'll give you, I'll tell you what, I'll take 1400 cash. How's that? I think I think I said I'd make you a coffee, not buy you one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last one, Matty, last one. I was talking about, I, I think, out of all the trades, that one of the best ones is Tommy Mitchell. I was talking about it early. I think that's a ripper by Collingwood, and uh, he's going to be yeah. a superstar again in the right program. We had a text come through. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I just heard you talking about Tom Mitchell earlier. I've just put $5 on him to win the Brownlow next year. He's paying $51. That's Mark from Parallel, and he says Gamble responsibly. You're happy um, with that one? Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind that, Tommy Mitchell. He's, he's a good player, great in the midfield. He'll, he'll be really good for him. He was keen to get to the club, but I'm, I would be having a bet right now on another player at Collingwood to win the Brownlow next year, but I won't be telling you who he is. Who? I'm not telling Dacos. you. Dacos. <laughs> we'll yes. see you next week, boys. <laughs> Nick Dacos <laughs> Good on you Matty Good chat that one yeah, Interesting Yeah Like it I like it Roach There's a lot of people I There's a lot of deals thought, to be done Thought you might have said Mason Cox But anyway yeah, No I definitely <laughs> Wouldn't have said that At all Roach Why would you say that I was having a gag That's all was it? As if that one's Not an obvious one yeah, As to a star why, this, Emerging this at is, Collingwood This is why Wow you're, This is why you're not Selling out venues At your standout gigs at Sorry this, uh, I don't moment. want to make you laugh I know uh, it makes you cough I know. (coughs) 452.
other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.16 on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We're on the road. We're not in the studio. We're out at Stool Ingle Farm, Hyundai, 187 to 189, Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. You're looking for a new car? Pop out and uh, have a look down here in the showroom. They've got some ripping bargains happening at the moment. Hey, the... Uh Adelaide Lightning season gets underway fairly shortly, Roach. They've been fairly active in the off-season. Five new recruits. Looking forward to having a chat to our next guest, who has uh, travelled the world due to her skill set. So an American that's currently been playing in France, now part of Adelaide uh, Adelaide Lightning, I should say. Jacinda Munro joins us. Hello, Jacinda. Great afternoon to you. Hey, welcome to Adelaide. How long have you been here? Uh, roughly three weeks, I think. Okay. Tell us about your story. We're having a look at it. And, uh, gee, you've played a bit of basketball, haven't you? 34 years of age. Uh, back in 2010, you were playing with the Washington Mystics. Uh, where has basketball taken you? Oh, man. Basketball has taken me everywhere. Um like you said, I'm 34. I've been playing. This is year 13 for me. Um, I've played in pretty much every continent except Antarctica. Um, <laughs> just to shorten things up. <laughs> well, I, I know you haven't played here yet, but uh, where has it been the most enjoyable? Um, I can't get enough of France. Um I enjoyed my time in Russia four years ago, um, okay. but France, I'll say, is, um, is, is my favorite place I've been so far. I had a short stint in Brisbane um, uh, about five years ago, six years ago, um, but I didn't play any official games, but I did, uh, I did enjoy Brisbane as well. So how do you get to Adelaide, Jacinta? Mm. How does that experience unfold? Well, it was a 20-hour flight, basically. Um, (laughs) But no, uh, this past summer, I was uh, working out training, um, just trying to figure out um, where I wanted to play, where I wanted to be, and what what fit my my desire and my skill set. And I feel like Australia and the WNBL um, is, is, is a place that, I can excel, and um, so, my agent got in contact with the Lightning, and everything worked okay. out, and everyone's been amazing. Perfect. So Perfect. there was no connection to the Lightning at all? Uh, no, not no. previously. Were there other options at all just into, in, in terms of Australia, or was it always going to be the Adelaide Lightning? Um, my agent just came to me with, with the, the best um, – circumstance and so i i think he might have been talking to other teams i'm not sure he doesn't divulge all those details but he told me that he thought adelaide was uh, the best place okay and and how long have you been in south australia now and have you seen much of south australia i've been here for about three weeks now and i've seen a bit of it i know there's there's a lot um to take in uh, but I've been to Simapore Beach. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. to 
uh, a few of the fish markets because I love seafood. Um, and uh, the weather's the weather's getting better, so I walk yes, around town some, a lot. We've We've had some weird weather. Well, hopefully you'll get time to relax yeah. as well and get into the Adelaide Hills or to the Barossa if you like the winery or down McLaren Vale as well. Uh, Adelaide Lightning mm-hmm. have a new coach. Uh, she was appointed uh, late May, Nat Hurst. Uh, she has a storied career. She's a seven-time championship WNBL player, played for the Opals as well. How have you found Nat so far? Nat is amazing. Um, she's one of a kind and she's... She knows how to get the best out of us um, on a day-to-day basis, but she doesn't baby us. She doesn't coddle us. She treats us as professionals. Um, and it's, it's just a great work environment because she's so knowledgeable of the sport, um, no matter the position. Um, she's a guard, but she knows um, where each player should be and, and, and how to get the best out of each position. So it's been great working with her. Good point that Kim makes. It's a new group, five new recruits. How much time have you had all together to be able to start connecting and forming some bonds? Um, well, for me, about three weeks <laughs> uh, since I've been here. Um, so, and everybody's so easy to get along with. Everybody's great. Um, helping, helping one another get acclimated and understand the plays and the system. So it's been fun, honestly. Jacinda, how different... You talk about getting to know the plays. How different are the set plays and the programs from club to club or country to country? Uh, I'll say for me, this this system that I'm currently in, I've it's been a long time since I felt so free to mm. um, display my, my true skill set. Um, from country to country, you usually get put into a system and um you can you can excel within the plays um uh that are given to you but here i feel like we we have a foundation um on the court but at the same time we're allowed to let our game um dictate uh how we score or or just just let our just let ourselves just play free and and that's mm. been that's been a load off. Jacinda, one of the interesting quotes from the press release when the Lightning announced your arrival was it says that your on and off the court presence will push our group in the right direction. What are they asking of you off the court? Um, just to be a, a, a good teammate. It's it's nothing they're really pushing me to do or, or forcing me to do or anything like that. But um, just to be a veteran voice. Um, and uh, a, a leader um, with my experience that I've had playing so many places um, just to pour into the, the younger players that way and just be, just be a, a role model, so to speak, or an example um, of leadership. Uh, Jacinda, what's it like being a pro basketballer and going from all over the world, country to country? What, what do you leave behind and have you travelled with someone over here? Uh, no, I, I I'm a lone traveler. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Is that I, daunting at all? Coming to a different country and not knowing anyone. Um, when I was younger, it was a bit harder. Um, mm. but my personality type, I can I can adjust fairly quickly to whatever environment I'm in. Um, so it, it's it 
it's not so hard anymore and I actually enjoy it. Uh, but I, I forge a lot of good relationships. Every country I'm in, I still talk to people that I've met like seven years ago from different countries. And it's, it's fun to, to, to um, immerse yourself in different cultures and understand people and understand um, the inner working, the things outside of America. So I really enjoy that. Well, we are going to immerse ourselves in watching you play this year. We can't wait for the season to get underway. The Lightning take on Southside Flyers. That's November the 5th. And the first home game isn't until November the 19th when we'll be hosting Sydney. Hopefully we can get you in the studio and meet you in person at some stage. It's great to have you at the Lightning and great to have you in South Australia. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I look forward to meeting you guys in person. We'll Thank make you. it happen. Good on you, Jacinta. What a lifestyle. What, what, that's, that's the difference with Aussie rules, isn't it, where you can't get to do that. You can go around the nation. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? And then we wonder about the homesick factor. Uh, sometimes you can see, well, see why people that, say We know that bit. gets played way too often. Yeah. Uh, see the world, but there is a cost that comes with it because well, you then is. disconnect with family and friends. But yeah, yeah there, look, well, there's plus and minuses and everything, isn't there? Yeah. There's FaceTime, yep. Rich. We need to go to a break. Uh, oh, do you think you've caused some stir now? Oh, have I, I really? Know. Regarding Jimmy Rowe, oh, Kim. it's blown up. Kim, All right, we've got a few Kim, I don't know if you've done this deliberately to divide no, the poor know, you, know, you know I haven't. I was being serious about it. I don't get involved in that type of rubbish, Rich. 4.25. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson, turbo diesel, all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. 4.57, Kimbo and The Rooch with you. We're live from Ingle Farm, Hyundai at 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. If you're looking for a new car, pop down and have a look at the Tucson. It's an absolute ripper. And so are these little blue ones we were talking about in front of us, Rooch, these little light blue ones. They're called the Kona, and plus the i30 as well, which has won many awards. Look very snazzy. Not sure I'd go for light blue. Yeah, they're very similar to the shirt you're wearing at the moment. It would work, wouldn't it? You're still with me? I thought yes. you'd nodded off then. No, I was just thinking when I was looking at these colours and the new models, I think they'll go very well, Kim. Dangerous. You'll be surprised. Dangerous when you think. Uh, I must be coming good, actually. I'm giving you a lip again. Yes. Um, here's a text that's come through. Afternoon, guys. When do we find out who is replacing Kane on breakfast? That's from Chris. Well, now I- we're getting deep in... Yeah, I can't Questions? answer that. We Chris, don't get involved in those discussions, uh, do I no, appreciate the uh, question, though, but it'll obviously be happening shortly. I can November tell one. you that November 1, yes, yeah. we'll be going till 3 o'clock. Or three, from 3 o'clock. From 3 o'clock to 5 p.m. Yes. Uh, a and text from Jared Healy, Kane Corns in the new sports day. Yes, followed by Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. In the old sports day. Yeah, so plenty happening on SENSA. Uh, Joey always provides good texts. He says Port should take target Jack Steen as a key defender who's been delisted by GWS. Now, Joey, I'll put my hand up. I don't know a lot about him. Um, what I've seen of Sproul, I liked, and he's going to South Adelaide. He's been delisted, and he'll be doing some work for McGain Real Estate, sold by McGain again. Yes. But I don't know a lot about Steen, do you, Rich? I'm just looking up his details, if I can get the GWS Yeah, so you haven't up. seen uh, him play? Exciting prospect hailing from Penrith in Western Sydney. Okay. Wow, he won a World Youth Athletic Championship gold medal in 2011. What distance? 
I'm having a look now. I've got to call this all up. Uh, rep oh, sorry, the internet's a bit slow on me. He represented Australia at the 2014 Commonwealth Games in Glasgow before giving away the sport. Having grown up playing soccer and athletics, Stein has been courted also by rugby league in recent years. So he played a total of 20 games for the Giants, was a number 15 pick in the 2019 rookie elevations. Sydney boy, of course. Hmm. You think they'd put, hang on, have I got his height and weight here? So oh, I don't know, Rich, you'll read Yes, it. key defender, 28 years of age, 195 centimetres, 96 kg. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Rich, 195. Oh, we should have asked. That, we'll we'll yeah. throw it up to Matt Rendell, though, yeah. so appreciate that text. Uh, Rich, when I spoke about Jimmy Rowe a little bit earlier, just in conversation, it's uh, gone on Twitter now. Yes. Uh, now, what have you seen there? There's a bit of activity, I believe. Well, there's... It's funny, if his name wasn't Roe, his surname wasn't Roe, I reckon there'd be a different reaction. But what you've got here is you've got a divided group that one cannot tolerate the thought, not of Jimmy Roe, but of Stephen Roe being well, attached to the Port Adelaide Footy Club. Uh, Stephen, so it's a that's very, no different very to when divided. the Corns boys first went there. And that's some of the response. If we didn't do too badly with the Corns boys was the response. Kicks the winning goal in the grand final, you wouldn't care where he came from. But there is some pretty stern thoughts that it's a no-go zone. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is there any support? There's a bit, under the notion that there's no guarantee that mm. Fantasia will be holding up this Well, that's year. the whole idea. And for yeah. those that have just joined us, we threw that to Matt Randall. He liked the idea. You have to have a plan B and C, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it is amazing how simply because his surname is Roe that it's turned people off. Well, we know how people operate like that, uh, Rooch. Hey, it's five o'clock. We're going to have chat to Chad Sayers. It'll only be a short chat because it wasn't a lot to talk about in day four of the Shield game between South Australia and Tasmania. No. News coming up, then we'll have a chat to Big Chatty. Hello. Oh, I was turned off then. <laughs> oh, big Craig. Look, he's hung his head in shame. Um, what time is it? Oh, oh don't do 4.30 again, please. No, I did that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. That was a little bit scratchy, wasn't it? Uh, we are live from Ingle Farm, Hyundai, 187 to 189, Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. Uh, we've had a busy show today. We had a chat to Joe Gauchy from Adelaide United, new WNBL recruit for Adelaide Lightning, Jacinta Munro. Matty Randall was a good chat uh, today as well, pushing his nephew, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yes, Jack Madgen. Yes. Then I said, for transparency, just mention the fact that it is your I nephew. I don't, don't think that was the point of it. I think he's very much admiring his football. Well, he did, but you yeah. do get a bit attached. Yeah. Uh, just as our next guest, he's attached to the Redbacks, unless he's disowned As he spent them. his afternoon. Oh, well, he probably went down to the beach. He had half the day off. Chatty Sayers joins us. Uh, hello, Chad. How are you, boys? Yeah, here, not too bad at all. Well, you picked it. You said it wouldn't go much longer than until lunch. Um, not a great performance by South Australia and quite convincing by Tasmania in the end. Yeah, very disappointing if you're a West End Redbacks player, isn't it? Um, I think throughout the game they were on top and really driving it with an opportunity to uh, push the game forward and win. But as we've talked about all four days, um, they're just key moments mm. they lost. And, but Tasmania back into it, which they took full total hole too and um, yeah pretty convincing win in the end so Caleb Jewell gets 108 not out and Tasmania wins by seven wickets was there at any point today where there was a moment where South Australia did sort of open some opportunity for itself oh, I don't really think so Roach uh, Agar <laughs> took a wicket in the first over to get Ward out so that was a great start yeah. by them but as we mentioned yesterday it was going to take something special 
something special, mm. and um, unfortunately, they only uh, took three three Tasmanian wickets. And as I said, Caleb Jewell played beautifully. Uh, we've seen him on the one day team tear attacks apart, and he um, played a steady inning uh, last night and today, and did uh, Tasmania home okay. for victory. Okay, right, well, so they... a draw against Victoria. A poor performance against Tasmania. We have New South Wales next. How do we regroup? You've been here yeah. and done this before. They've got a bit of time to regroup as well. Not until October 31, this next Ooh. match. Well, they've got a one-day game on Friday, boys, so um, they're going to have to regroup pretty quickly um, and come up against Tassie again. So, different yeah. format. Uh, they played pretty well um, in the previous couple of matches, so hopefully they can take that form into the one-day game. And, um, yeah, as you said... Take the positives out of the first two games into the New South Wales Shield game. I think it's in Wollongong. All right, Chatty, you're in the uh, media now. So who performed well and uh, who could get dropped? Hmm. Uh, I was bowling side of things. Wes Agar and Jordan Buckingham again uh, performed really yep. well. Uh, both really consistent bowlers in the first two games. I thought Harry Conway was pretty disappointing. Uh, probably set the hmm. tone for Tasmania in the... Start of the second innings, which was uh, disappointing. And obviously with the bat, Jake Weatherald, um, Bemanenti is a superstar, isn't he, at the moment in South Australia. Yeah. So those two uh, perform well with the bat. Chatty, thanks for joining us over the last uh, four days. Hopefully next time we speak to you, we're more up and about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'd like to see a few Redbacks wins this season, wouldn't we, boys? So, oh, I'll tell you what, Chatty. Yeah, the texts are coming through. You know how it works. So this one, there's a. But well, you want the good news? There's a stack of them coming through. Afternoon, guys. Uh, the Redbacks are the most consistent side over the last twenty years. Consistently bad. That is. There's about five like. We well, want the good news. Yeah. We're not last. We're fourth. Oh, we're fourth. <laughs> but it is done. a distorted ladder. Uh, we'll end on a high, Chad. Hey, thanks for joining us over the last three days. No worries, boys. And I got a chance to look at that LB last night, and it's absolutely yes. Well. So how does this happen? I'm not sure how he gave that night out, to be fair. It's, it's extraordinary, Chad. And, and then you go, we have technology that's supposed to help the game. Why is it just limited when we should be well, using it cost. as often as... Oh, it's wow, cost, obviously. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you could get beyond that. Cost too much with Sheffield Shield. You don't get too many people watching that brings the money through the gates, unfortunately. But I guess uh, players have brain fades and go to one point. Yeah. The ump might have got a fly in his eye, Roach. Chad's dropped <laughs> catches before. Chad, that, that, that is textbook LBW. LBW textbook. There's a man with 57 Australian caps. Good on you, Chaddy. <laughs> I'm talking about Roach, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, boys. Good to talk. Thanks, Chad. Oh, Chad says part of the SEN oh, uh, commentary should, team right through the ICC World Cup. Should have shown you the video. Put take... on the Cricket Australia Twitter account. And you look at it and you go, that was not out? W.O. Victoria. I'll take your word for it, Roach. Extraordinary. You, you, you've got a thing about it. You've got to let it go. He's not going to change his mind. Injustice in sport. Eight minutes past five. We're going to talk about the location we're at at the moment. That's Stillwell yes. Engle Farm, Hyundai. And uh, Sarah Hughes is about to join us after the break. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots.
5.14 on a Wednesday afternoon, almost done for another day. We're on the road today. We're at uh, Ingle Farm Hyundai, Stillwell Ingle Farm Hyundai at Bridge Road, 187, 189. Still time to pop out and say g'day or buy a new car if you want. Buy been two. Good, yeah, been a good show today. We spoke to Joe Gauchi, Adelaide United goalkeeper. Jacinta Munro, new recruit for Adelaide Lightning. Matt Rendell, the list guru, joined us. And we just had an update on the Shield game from Chad Sayers from the Adelaide Oval. If you missed any of those and you'd like to hear them again, you can jump onto our podcast. Now, we've been well looked after here at Ingle Farm Hyundai, haven't have you, we? Have you seen what's happened in the past three minutes? They're putting labels on every car. There's the big car sale, and you have a chance to win $20,000 plus a $1,000 trade-in bonus, Kim. Well, that's why you have to come down here and buy one. And I tell you what, you'll also get the chance to meet a lovely person that we've met today, Sarah Hughes. He's only been here for three months. Sarah, thank you for jumping on. All the other boys ran away when we said we're going to put someone on. Great to have your company. <laughs> thank you. Uh, how's it been the first three months? Uh, very full on. It's quite busy here lately and... Sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, just pretty much trying to catch up with um, all of the deliveries coming in, uh, still managing to sell cars. And splashing money around. Yeah, $20,000 to now, win. We said we wouldn't ask any tricky questions, but your boss, the dealer principal, he's off sick today. Is he bludging? Uh, Daniel Mundy. Yeah, I think he is. He wasn't in yesterday either. Laying off. No, it's just an RDO, but he's not in today, so he's definitely bludging. Is, yeah. he, is he a good boss? Uh, he's great. I love him. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Saying all the right things. Uh, you do have a wonderful showroom down here. There's a stack of cars. If people can't get here, uh, how do you get onto the website? Uh, depends if you're looking at new or used vehicles. Um, yeah. We do have a lot of used cars that aren't here, um, which you can look at on sacars.com.au. Okay. Um, otherwise, for all of our new cars and demonstrator vehicles, you can look up Stillwell Hyundai at Ingle Farm. Beautifully done. Now, was that that hard? Very. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in a state of panic for two hours. It's very cruel. Oh, we can bring, well, Aaron, he's the uh, new car manager, isn't he? And he went run, headed for the hills. We said, we're going to jump you on, Aaron. He said, no, 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 put Sarah on. Yeah, and he's the one that can deal well with pressure and we go to him for all of our problems and where's he for mine? Uh, well, you've stood up well. Pressure makes diamonds and you are a diamond. Thank you for joining oh, us. thank you. And if anyone wants a new car, pop down here to Stillwell Ingle Farm here yes. under. Heaps of incentives if you come in. Yes, come down Cash here. bonuses. All, right, all sorts of incentives put on the table at yeah, the moment. Yeah, don't forget about the $250 used um, Card gift card and the $500 accessory and aftermarket bonus on the purchase. So of every vehicle. time you buy one? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, look at Centers that. everywhere. All right. We've still got a bit of work to do. Lovely to meet you, Sarah. Thank you. Yourself okay. too. You can go home now. Or relax. We can knock off. You can relax. Have a look at Aaron over there. He looks like the cat that's caught the mouse. Hey. He's gone back into his office over there. <laughs> uh, Roach, um, Greg Swan has just spoken. Mm -hmm. And, of course, as we know, he's the GM or the CEO of the Brisbane, Brisbane Football Club. And he has spoken about the Chris Fagan situation. Let's have a listen. Uh, not really. I mean, we've, we've had some discussions about, uh, about that. And we're still talking to the AFL. Look, we are waiting a little bit, and everyone is to... You know, the panel's been established to see what the terms of reference are. And yeah. I think once that's done, then that might give us a bit more clarity on, on how this process will roll or, you know, how long it'll take and things like that. And, yeah, we think, um, you know, obviously Chris took a leave of absence to prepare himself for, for this, but I think he's pretty much done that. So once that all gets established, I think we can make 
you know, make an application or, you know, bring him back and let him get him to do some work and also deal with that matter at the same time. So I think I think that's a possibility. This whole little saga, I think, has been really ordinary. Yes, it so many fronts. Yep. So many fronts. It's not taking sides and saying who's telling the truth, who's not. Just the process has been awful. Well, someone still needs to explain how a report that only has one version of events can be leaked and quoted verbatim in so mm. many places. No. That, what sort of process is that? I, I agree, Roach. We'll move on. A few texts coming through. Hey, boys, great to see you both back on. Uh, if you guys go to breakfast, I will get up earlier to listen. I enjoy your sense of humour and uh, respect yeah, your knowledge as well. There's no name on that. Oh, thank you. That's a, and a thumbs up and some applause. It's not from Andrew Hayes, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to get some nice texts every now and again. Uh, we've said no to breakfast. Stuff that, getting up at that hour again, Roach. Did it for 10 years. Um, I, oh, here we go. Daniel Thomas. Are we allowed to say Montine while we're here? Well, you have. Have I? Did I say it? Yeah. It's a medication. Uh, DT sent a text. Now, he's the dealer principal of my team. Uh, he says, I feel like you were cheating on me being at Ingle Farm Hyundai, Kimbo. <laughs> uh, our relationship is strong, DT. I love you dearly. You're an absolute ripper. They've actually set a challenge. Here at Ingle Farm. They want DT to come down. Oh, they, they did. Sarah said that. Yeah, yeah. Come down, buy a car. Yeah, then you'll get a mention. I've done it already. Oh, hang on. Uh, that was Ray from the Bay that sent that nice message. Oh, He's just sent you, through saying apologies. So he forgot to put his name on it. Uh, Ethel from Ethelton. Oh, I don't know if I'll read this. Mm-hmm. I don't want Rucci at Port, let alone Roe. <laughs> oh, thank you. He's got very me coughing much. again. Thank you very much. Now, just repeating, Ross Lyon will be meeting St Kilda for the third time. So it's getting closer and closer, Kim. Third time. Third time. So he was doorstopped well, on the first one. Well, third time. Yeah, Let me put Mitch, it that way. Yeah, and then he was conveniently doorstopped by Mitch Cleary. Yes. Mitchy's a good man. Uh, Nick Revolt uh, spoke about Ross Lyon's departure back in the day and the strengths that he has as a coach. This is Nicky Boy on Triple M. No, you're a massive Ross Lyon yeah. fan. Yeah. I know his departure from St Kilda at the yeah. time was a little unpopular and a little unsettling for the play. Uh, it was a little surprising at the time. So um, I wonder why everyone at St Kilda ever is as loyal to Ross as they are. Uh, because we know what really happened. Right. See, yeah. I don't. So we, so we know what we know what happened. And, and, and it wasn't there was just some, about money. Well, there was, a, there was a bit of that. There was a bit about respect for what had gone on previously with, with what Ross had been able to achieve with our group and, and probably a lack of respect coming back the other way from the football club. Interesting. What are his strengths as a coach, Nick? Um, well, I think his his number one asset is his ability to to create a high performing environment where there is just such strong accountability and buy in from a playing group. Right. That, that ultimately, so that the players love him. Oh yeah. That like that if. And and there's there's tough love associated with Rossi because I thought he might have lost a couple of dressing rooms over the years. That that is uh, well, an outside view of him. Yeah, well, I think if you speak to the the you know the core of our group that came through, it's in Kilda with Rossi, and the same mm. with the group at Fremantle. They they would have nothing but but praise for him. But there's a there's a hard edge to Rossi as a coach, which mm. isn't for everyone. Mm. Um, and you, you you probably lose a few along the way, but those that are really going to dig in and, and be the core of what you want to achieve anyway mm. um, are, are pretty strong disciples of mm. Rossi. Yeah, so yeah, he's how. he's got incredible attributes as no. a as a coach and as a as a leader of men, most importantly. No, I think Nick summed it up pretty well there. It's not always a united 
change room with Ross Lyon because well, it some never, never can't. is with every no. club. But it, it's pretty harsh edge stuff. Hmm. So either you're in or you're left behind. Yeah, but when Ross. you're Nick and you're one of the best players in the competition, exactly. you're one of the golden well, head boys and, and you're, in, you're in the click. Yes, but there are some players who will say it is hmm. a very harsh environment. But they, but he pressure would, builds diamonds, and if you're not up to it, you crack and become a piece of coal. His uh, his style would change a little bit. You would have to when you're oh, out of the absolutely. game. Absolutely. Yeah, he yeah. would have learnt things. But yeah. technically, he's renowned for being a, more astute than many others. So looks yeah, like I'll it's going to happen, Kim. Oh, that doesn't come across on footy classified. I tell you. <laughs> well, there's a different presentation when he bangs those. Yeah, there's a different presentation. Bang on those papers, Roach. On the TV screen. Discipline. In a change room. That's what he needs. Discipline. He doesn't show any. And Hatchard has plenty of discipline. Big game coming up Friday night at Unley Oval. It is uh, Geelong taking on the Adelaide Crows. And Hatchard spoke on the Adelaide Crows website today about bouncing back from last week's game. Yeah, look, we had a tough loss against Brisbane. We didn't play uh, the footy we wanted to, but um, at the end of the day, um, there's, there's a lot of learnings coming out of that. So we just got to reset, uh, train hard, and, yeah, just go hard this week. How confident are you of the group being able to bounce back? Oh, I'm super confident we'll be able to bounce back. Um, you know, we had a round one loss, and we bounced back uh, pretty well um, heading into round two. So I'm, I'm definitely confident that we can do it again. And as we late, told you... It was the late 80s, Rich, yes. and I was getting interviewed and I started speaking about spatial awareness and in oh, this space no, and learning. different and world, Kim. People... Different <laughs> world. Because now the connection is the big word. Oh, of the yes, day. connection. But as we told you many, many weeks ago, and it's now dawning on so many others, that if Adelaide makes it to the big final, it will not be at Adelaide Oval. You were all over there this. There are so many yep. venues that will be unavailable and at this point people are scratching to see just how this grand final is going to play out, and I would not be surprised with an announcement from the AFL soon saying grand final's Marvel Stadium no matter what happens. Yeah, sadly. well, you did say that a long time mm. ago, Rooch, and uh, I'm sure Melbourne will be more than happy to take oh, I'm sure. Pity <laughs> Brisbane. As they take everything. Pity Brisbane. Yeah, well, disappointing. Well, they're not going to have the gabber, are they? Yeah, they could go to Metricon, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, that wraps it up. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm starting to come good at last, good. Rooch, after two weeks. We've you been do live some work. Still will wingle for me. Fair dinkum. Fair dinkum. I have to get one in every so often. 187 to 189 Bridge Road. <laughs> Ingle Farm, you do stuff all. Hooroo! <laughs> Good night, everyone. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91